Welcome back. Seven past the hour. You've got the Faith Radio Network. It's Bill Meyer joined by business consultant Bill English. He's the founder of BibleandBusiness.com. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, man. I'm, I am just peachy keen this morning. <laughs> I'm sure glad to hear that. I am fine and dandy. How many hours of sleep did you get last night? Six. Uh, well, and, and that was that, that was between my cat, Gary, coming in and Waking me up several okay. times. Nothing so. like a cat landing on your face in the middle of the night. I've, I've been there, done that. It, but we have a dog now, and, and he does the same thing. Does every, he really? Every once in a while, he just gets a little too excited about uh, <laughs> coming to visit mom and dad. Uh, okay, so so President Trump has already taken uh, several executive actions this week that yeah. that you believe will be good for business and good for the economy. Let's talk about some of his actions Um um, one of his first moves was to roll back regulations big time. I'm going to play some audio of Mr. Trump talking to reporters in the o- Oval Office as he made some really big moves with a stroke of his pen. This is about streamlining the incredibly cumbersome, long, horrible permitting process and reducing regulatory burdens for domestic manufacturing. Long, cumbersome, Horrible. Yeah. Well, look at the Trans-Pacific in the pipeline, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been going around since 2010, and they still couldn't get it done uh, by 2016. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I tell you, horrible. So I, I supposedly, I mean, the first couple days, he's just rolled back, what, like 75% of Obama's regulation? No, no, no. That's that's. He wants to roll back the regulations. Okay, okay. It's going to take him more right. than a day or two. To Obviously, do but he's putting into motion. He's putting into motion yeah. the rolling back of regulations, which is good for business. Now, remember, his whole thing is jobs, jobs, jobs. Those are his top three priorities. He said it over and over again. He campaigned on it, and he's going after it now as president. He's going to create or set the environment where jobs are more easily created. The you cannot as a government, help businesses create jobs without helping the businesses be more profitable. And so one of the things that you have to do is to remove onerous regulations and permitting processes on the businesses so that they have, instead of the cash going towards the regulation compliance and the uh, permitting processes, they can go out and hire people and and invest in new products and services. So in fast-tracking this this whole permitting process, uh, can you explain why during the Obama administration so many businesses were really hamstrung, Bill, and, and could not grow in the way that they would have wanted to? I, I can't uh, I I can't speak to it in a, in a global sense. I do know I do have a friend who developed uh, here in town who developed a uh, a cold uh, uh, method of sterilization that took him almost two years to get through the FDA mm-hmm. when it should have been maybe an eight nine month process, and it was because it was a new idea. The regulators were very very uh, skeptical of it. And they just kept asking for more and more and more. And he would answer all their questions and he'd fill out all the forms and he'd he'd give them all the studies and every and all the numbers. And they'd come back and say, well, we also want to see this. We want to see that. And, the, and that type of regulation process just cost him millions mm. and uh, almost made it so that this technology uh, couldn't make it to market. Well, if you are a federal bureaucrat, Bill, you have to earn your money and because, I mean, after all, that's what you're being paid for, right, is to, to be a bureaucrat. Well, but, but, you're, but yeah, I, I understand the cynicism there, but at the same time, bureaucrats have a role to play. But when they, when they become obstructionist, 
that's when it becomes onerous. Uh, there is a level of protecting of the of the uh, public that is good, but then it becomes onerous after that, and that's when they got to recognize their role in the in the mm-hmm. big cog of life. And I'm glad you pointed that out because the, we have the FDA for a reason. We, we want do. to keep Americans safe we from do. bad products because there are. We've talked about this before. Uh, although capitalism is probably the the system that most closely mirrors scripture, it's not perfect because human beings are fallen, and there are people who will take advantage of it and do bad things and make bad products that could hurt us. Yes, you cannot have a truly uh, free market without appropriate regulation because there are things that people will do in their fallen state that will take advantage of others. They will lie to them. They will commit fraud. They will steal and so forth. So you have to have some regulation in order to have a really good, solid capitalistic market. But we've gone overboard in the last eight years. I think so, yes. All right. Uh, President Trump also promising to reduce corporate taxes to increase our competitiveness in the world economy. From a tax standpoint, where does the U.S. currently stand compared to many of the countries that, that we do business with? Well, we're one of the highest taxed nations in the world, in the, in the industrial world, uh, for corporations. I think we're at 35, but I think the effective rate for many of them comes out to be about 38 uh, percent. Most other industrialized nations are in the 15 percent range for corporate taxes. Now, I'm not talking about individual taxes, tax rates here. I'm talking about corporate tax rates. Uh, that has to come down. Part of the reason that we have over $2 trillion sitting in other countries that hasn't been repatriated is because we already paid taxes in the other country on them, and now we're going to pay taxes on them again when they come back to the United States. That doesn't make sense. If I'm a CEO of an international corporation, I'm not going to bring that money back either. I'm going to make it, I'm going to leave it over there, invest in those other countries, create jobs in those other countries, and I'm going to develop my products and services over there. So lowering the tax rate uh, makes us more competitive here, and and it gives us a chance to repatriate more of our money, and it also gives us a chance to grow jobs here. Mm -hmm. And it looks like that is going to happen uh, in the next uh, year uh, that, start to happen. It, yeah. it, it will. That will require congressional action. Uh, Trump cannot do that with an executive order. As you know, executive orders are trumped by legislation, you know, legislation and statute and all that. Uh, no pun intended, by the way. Right. So um, uh, but I think the Republican Congress is, is going to take care of that this year. Mm. We're talking to Bill English. Uh, he is the founder of Bible and Business dot com. I'd recommend you go there if you are a business owner, small or large, uh, especially if you are a family business owner, you, you own a, have a family-owned company. Bill is one of the local Twin Cities experts on this uh, particular uh, type of business, so check it out, bibleandbusiness.com. Welcome back. 17 past the hour. It's Faith Radio. I'm Bill Meyer with business consultant Bill English of BibleAndBusiness.com. We're talking about some of the things that President Trump has done in his first few days in office that will actually benefit our economy, uh, if not immediately, certainly in the long run. Uh, Trump took some initial actions involving Obamacare. Can you explain yeah. what he did? <laughs> I love this. Uh, what he did was he, he basically put the, the uh, federal agencies on notice that it is his intention to repeal Obamacare. Uh, actually, the uh, Affordable Care Act, I think is what it was called. And uh, uh, so he put the agencies on notice, and uh, he said as part of his... Uh, 
as part of his executive order, he says uh, that the authorities, and he's talking about the uh, agency's heads here, shall exercise all authority and discretion available to them to waive, defer, grant exemptions from, or delay the implementation of any provision or requirement of the act that would impose a fiscal burden on any state or individual. Mm. What he's really saying is to the agency heads now, if you are able to, I want you to rule in favor of the individual, not the federal government. I, I can't think of a time when um, when a president has come out and said to uh, regulatory agencies, favor the individual, favor the states, don't favor the federal government in your actions. Wow. Now, of course, Congress will have to be the ones that ultimately uh, dismantle Obamacare, and that could be a bit of a process. And it is going to be a process, and we're going to watch the sausage being made, and it's going to be messy and ugly and all the rest of it. (laughs) I just don't like that picture. That was just, please don't go there again. What? Making sausage? No, don't the, you, don't the, you? the ugly, the ugly sausage being made. I'm just, I oh, was thinking well, different <laughs> pork parts that just did not, did not, was not attractive. Bill, you know, you know you. If, if you've ever hunted deer and made sausage, you know. Okay, that venison sausage is very good, but there's no pretty sausage. That's true. That, that's a, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna play a couple of more audio clips from Mr. Trump and have you comment on on them. Uh, here's one of them, which uh, really hits uh, close to home for many folks in our Faith Radio listening area. This is with respect to the construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline. Again, subject to terms and conditions to be negotiated by us. Uh, by us. Now, he's referring, of course, to the unfinished section of that uh, controversial pipeline in the state of North Dakota. And he's also authorized completion of the Keystone Pipeline. Here's what he said about building those two pipelines. We build it in the United States. We build the pipelines. We want to build the pipe. Going to put a lot of workers, a lot of steel workers back to work. And, of course, a lot of steel workers very happy with that. And oh, sure. a lot of people in the oil industry very happy. Uh, what's your reaction to what he's done here? Well, I think it's great. I think it's fabulous. He's, he is creating work, not necessarily long-term high-paying jobs. Um, uh, much like the Affordable or, or the Inv- American Investment Recovery Act in 2009 did. But look, all he's doing is building a new pipeline to shorten up and then expand the capacity of the existing pipeline. There's already an existing pipeline in place that is moving the crude. It's just not big enough. And it also uh, it, it, it kind of goes straight east and then straight south. He's taking the diagonal, that third part of the triangle, and he's and, and they're trying to run the pipeline that way. So in that sense, it's a new pipeline. But it is replacing an existing pipeline that doesn't have the same capacity. A lot of protests yesterday in some cities by uh, some of the folks uh, opposed to these pipelines. Um, you mentioned something a second ago, Bill. You mentioned the uh, the stimulus bill that Obama and the Democrats passed what, I guess seven years ago, and contrast that because there was a lot of money spent to supposedly create jobs and and boost the economy. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with what Trump is planning to do. Well, Trump is coming at this more from an Adam Smith economic philosophy than a Keynesian philosophy. The Keynesian philosophy is going to say when the private sector stops consuming as much as what they've done, it is appropriate for the federal government to step in and boost consumption in order to keep the economy going. But it's a consumption first. It's the philosophy that we grow economies through consumption. And I would be on the other side here. I would say 
you grow the economy long term and more sustainably through investment rather than through consumption. Consumption will come, but you do it more through investment than, than consumption. When you look at the provisions of the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of 2009, which what we call the stimulus bill uh, that was passed by Obama, Pelosi, and Reid uh, in 2009, $288 billion out of the 831 went to tax relief. And another 144 out of the 831 went to local and state fiscal relief. Some of it went to health care. But only $111 billion out of the 831 actually went to infrastructure and science. Hmm. So if you want to make our economy more productive, you invest in the infrastructure, roads, bridges, a better uh, a system for our airplanes to rely on. I can't think of what. The word is I'm looking for transportation, there. transportation, <laughs> you know, better, better railroads, right. you know, those kinds of things will increase the productivity of our people. But out of the eight hundred and thirty one billion, when you actually look at what was spent, the vast majority of it was spent to try to get people to consume as opposed to invest here. When you look at what Trump is doing, it's all about investment. We're going to build a pipeline. That's investment. We're going to put a freeze on regulations and lower taxes so that businesses can invest, right? We're going to make sure that the government uh, is uh, arguing, or not arguing, but ruling in favor of the individual on Obamacare because then they'll have more money to invest. When we look at uh, fast-tracking the permitting process, that's about investments. Uh, Trump is coming at this thing from an investment standpoint rather than a consumption standpoint. The uptake will be longer in terms of helping our economy, but the long-term strength and viability will be much better for our economy, and I think that should put a smile on every business owner's face. Mm. Uh, we've been talking to some business owners, Bill, who are encouraged about some yeah. of these moves. Yeah, what I are have. they saying to you? Well, they're saying we're encouraged. We like, <laughs> we, you know, we like we like what Trump is doing. It's only been two days, right? Monday and Tuesday. Today's Wednesday, as far as I know, in my world. And uh, you know, we're going to see what happens. Is he going to have some points where he makes us angry? Of course, he is. Is he going to have points where things don't work out like we'd like, and he's going to make decisions that we don't like? Yes. But so far, so good. So have a lot of American businesses been sitting on a ton of cash uh, because of regulations, because of their questions about where the economy was going, and maybe now going to start putting some of that cash to work? I think so, because he's removing uncertainty. You know, when you have a, when you have a, when you have an odorous uh, permitting process, you introduce uncertainty. When you have an onerous health care system, you produce uncertainty. When you have a president that is hell-bent on regulations and has an antagonistic and an adversarial relationship with business, you create uncertainty. The only defense a business really has against government overreach and onerous regulations and that type of thing is to build cash. Mm. Uh, Maybe they can go to court and do some things, but, but really cash is their only real defense. Wow. Great uh, way to sum it up. Uh, Bill English from BibleInBusiness.com. By the way, I want to mention again that Bill is an expert on family-owned businesses. If you have one of those or work for one of those, uh, check out, uh, I guess, the Platinum Group would be the place to go. Yeah, uh, the Platinum Group. Uh, um, group is GRP.com, Platinum, the Platinum Group, GRP.com. And they can always get a hold of me at Bill.English at the Platinum Group.com or just give us a call. All right. Thanks so much for your time, you Bill. Bet. Thank you.